Hello and welcome to the Fingal Library Show on 92.5 Phoenix FM, also available as a podcast on Spotify and Anchor.fm. My name is Donald and today I'm joined by our regular co-host Andy and our very special guests Eleanor Griffin and Claire Meehan, the proprietors of Swift Books in Hope. How are you doing? Hi Donald. Hi Alan. Great to be here. Thanks so much. Oh, thanks, for, thanks for coming on. So uh, I guess what yeah why we have you here we'll dive straight in and uh, yeah I just I I'd like to ask you what what's it been like to uh, to run the bookshop uh, during this pandemic? Well, it's actually been great fun to be honest because um, we had an opportunity to open up and uh, as a pop up store and host there just at the end of November the beginning of December and. Um, We've had our challenges when we set up the online store, but to be able to open it as a pop-up for the month of December really sort of established us in the community and gave us a feel for what we really want to be and where we want to be. And so the pandemic has, because people have been, you know, staying at home and that there's been a lot of footfall out in the West here in Hope where we're based, so people are getting to know us. And so it hasn't been all bad for us. Well, that's great to hear. It's a, it's a fantastic location out there by the West Pier. Um, and it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful place to work. In fact, it doesn't feel like coming to work at all each day. It's just it's just amazing in all kinds of weather. It's beautiful when the sun is shining and when it's windy and rainy there, it's still beautiful. So all is good. Oh, that's fantastic. Your, your view is the envy of many people around Dublin, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. We have, it, it's just extraordinary. We look out onto um, Kill Rock, which is wonderful. And I know, Andy, you cycle around there sometimes. I'm not sure. I, I do indeed when I'm not restricted to two or five kilometres. Um, <laughs> I, I attempt Hot Hill and back down our right. So, yeah, it's been a while now since I've been out there. Yeah, and I have to say, it's, it's my favourite part of Dublin as well. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're really lucky because we have, the sea so close but we also have the hills to walk in and Deer Park yeah. is wonderful and up into you know the cliff walk is just spectacular so we are absolutely spoiled for choice um, for to stay within the 5km you have plenty of places to walk about it's great and there's no better place I suppose when you have views like that to, to bring a book with you and relax when the weather's absolutely. not too bad Absolutely, it's kind of co- we have made it kind of cozy. The pop-up shop, and we have Lyric FM on in the background, and we do our online um, ordering, and then people pop by, and yeah, it's 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 great. It's a nice environment. Brilliant, fantastic, great. Yeah, I see that. that yeah, that um, you're quite different from maybe other Irish bookshops in that you have a a, a big online store. And a lot of you do, you seem to do a lot of your business online. And I suppose you were, you, you would have to have done that anyway with the, with the pandemic. But uh, you seem very well set up for that. And I see that you have uh, free delivery for anyone within five kilometers of Hope. So I'd say that's yeah. uh, it's been a great lifeline for, for people in the, in the local community. Well, we have to take hats off to our web designer, Mike McCoy from Spaceship. He has, we've worked with him for the last. Uh, you know, for three months before we even launched it, and he has just been really superb. And uh, Leo were great because uh, we were able to apply for the online voucher with them. So it was really a case of you know just sitting down and 
knocking out what is it, how do we want it to perform? And we use the Stride platform for payments, which is so secure and so efficient. Um, so the, the website has been really, really important for orders. Yeah, it's, it's a great looking website and very easy to navigate too. And uh, yeah, we yeah, just, sorry, go ahead. No, well, sorry for jumping in. What I was going to say was we could have launched a lot earlier than we did, but we wanted to make sure that it was as good as we could get it to be before we actually launched. So we did take our time over it. And yeah, we, I think I think it's been worth waiting for. Oh, definitely. Sure. And for any of those listeners who, who aren't familiar with Leo, Leo is the local enterprise office and uh, they uh, they help people starting businesses get off the ground. So maybe you'd be able to, to talk a little bit about um, how, uh, how Leo was able to help you and uh, maybe advice for anyone looking to, to start a small business themselves and how they might avail of the local enterprise office. Yeah, I would encourage any small business to get in contact with Leo. Um, being our local office. So we got in touch with them to let them know that we wanted to start up this business. Uh, there isn't another bookshop that's hope, so we didn't have any competition. Uh, but we needed help to draw together a business plan and see how this was going to pan out. So we ended up getting um, three sessions of mentoring with really, really good mentors who sat down with us three sessions, an hour for each session, and spoke to us about what it is that we wanted to do and defined for us what exactly were the areas that we were targeting to get business. Um, so it was really helpful. We have another six sessions that we're going to have in this new year. So it's helpful for planning ahead, it's helpful for finances, it's helpful for looking to see your target audiences. It's helpful for, really, really helpful for the website because our mentor would say, you know, this audience is important and, you know, you need to target X, Y, Z. And it. so it was really, really valuable. I would encourage anybody to do it. They also have online uh, classes. So you can do it in social media. You can do it in uh, marketing. Marketing. Yeah. There's one for Brexit. Um, so if you I would encourage people to go online and see what it is that they have available by way of support. That's great, yeah. And we're we're often, um, I suppose, we're often speaking about their services here on the the show over the last, I suppose, year or year and a half since we've been we've been doing it. Um, and you know where you know, as I said, like if, when you're starting up a business, I suppose you can't be an expert in every field, so. Um, even when you go onto their website and you look at their list of services there, whether your strength may be accounts or marketing or whatever, there, there seems to be services um, to help kind of to help people get their business up and running. Um, so as I said, encourage people to get online there, have a look at them and look at their services because as far as I know, like they'll help you even avail of different you know funding that may be available to you as well. So um, yeah, well so that was very helpful to us. Sorry, go on ahead, sorry. That was, sorry about that. There was, there was, what was very helpful to us was the trading online voucher in helping us with our finance towards the building of our website 
um, that help was invaluable. Um, and also for the likes of me, they also offer great help in terms of social media for somebody who is not completely au fait with social media. They provide mentoring in that area. So I would say that Fingal really covers all aspects of every startup business. They, they offer invaluable help and support. Brilliant. That's fantastic to hear. Brilliant. And I, I, I see from your um the website there as well, there's um you have book clubs and stuff like that coming up and I was actually was really interested reading the, the blogs as well. Um I have a little uh a book that's gone onto my, my to read list about uh sea swimming. I think it was yourself might have oh. written that, Claire, was it? Um I did the latest absolutely, blog actually, yeah. yeah. I don't have actually have the yeah. book here to hand. Sorry, <laughs> my my note in the other room. Um, but that's definitely got yeah. a good to, to read list for me as someone who used to swim. So, um, oh great! Well, there 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 are a lot of sea swimmers. There are a lot of sea swimmers here in Hope, and um, I did a bit of sea swimming myself. Unfortunately, I'm not in every day. I would really love to be, but I'm not. But I do enjoy the benefits of the sea and the outdoors and that. So, yeah. So it's just. The blog is interesting. It just gives you a chance to really sort of write about what's current in life at the moment. And I felt it was time to kind of, we were all a bit down after January and whatever. And it was kind of like, oh, look, spring is coming. And, you know, the evenings are getting longer and we have to look forward to a bit of brightness and get out there into what nature has to offer wherever you live. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, even just a different... Um different book recommendations from from different people you know everyone has different tastes as well so um it's fantastic the website is the website is is, is really really good and it looks really really well okay thank you can i also say that from the website we have a, a contact form um andy and it's it we encourage our customers to just email us and say you know i'd like give us a list of the books that they'd like there's no need to go through the website if they're not looking to browse. Just send us a list of the books you like. If we don't have it in stock, we'll order it. It usually takes two days to get it in. Um, but we're more than happy just to take a list of books and fulfill that for the customer. And I also wanted to ask you about your school library service. And in particular, I see that you, you have a passion for stocking bilingual books uh, for children. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, we, that, that's certainly true. Um, I suppose um, after graduating from um, DCU, um, I was lucky enough to spend two years working as an intern with Children's Books Ireland, and they are the national children's books organisation for Ireland. And I saw how they, although a small operation at that time, were passionate about promoting the importance of reading to children. And um, like books are a great resource and they offer on their website um, great advice regarding books which uh, dealing with all sorts of issues that face children and particularly so in this current climate so I felt and Eleanor felt that it would be really important to try and make these these type of books that are highly recommended available to children in their schools. Now the pandemic has sort of we're working on that aspect of building up the website because as you know, the schools the schools are closed at the moment. But what we were able to do, I suppose, be, before the pandemic, was um, we were able to provide a lot of schools with the dual language books. And I guess we saw an opening in the market 
for dual language books because um, the number of Educate Together schools have boomed over the past few years in Ireland. And a lot of these schools and other regular schools would have a number of pupils who speak English as an additional language. Um, like it's, it's not their mother tongue. So in some instances, teachers could have about 10 different home languages spoken in the one class. And their parents or carers may have very little English also. So what we do is we supply dual language books to schools. And these books, like they're picture books with very interesting stories. <clears throat> Excuse me, the stories are written in English and also the child's mother tongue. So for very young children who are coming into a, into a country and into a school where they have, don't speak English, they can, it must be very, very comforting for them to pick up books such as, you know, say, Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? And that book, like, is available for, their, for them to read in English, but also in their mother language. Um, and it's also good, like, because parental and community inclusion are, I'd say, significantly enhanced by seeing dual language resources in schools. So, Absolutely. yeah, it's, a, it's an area that we've... Sorry, I hope I haven't rambled on about that. It's, um, it's just it's an area which, which is growing in Ireland and one which we hope to, to develop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, Myself and Andy could tell you as well from working in Lanchester Library just how, uh, how valued um, our foreign language books are, especially in, in the junior section. We have yeah. a lot of picture books there and I don't know how many languages, but they're some of the most oral books there and they're great resource because it's such a multicultural area of course as well so absolutely it's, it's very important so it's it's great that, that you're so passionate about that as well and if, if people want to to contact you in relation um to maybe getting their hands on, on the likes of bi bilingual books and stuff as well um the is it just through the website itself they can contact you it is indeed. They can contact us. They can email us at info at swiftbooks.ie. And we return and get back to them as, as soon as possible. And we have a list of, you know, we have a number of resources which are available to us, which we can provide to parents or teachers. And they can decide which, you know, which number of books they want or whether they want e-books or, you know, there are other other. Um, games and things like that that can be made available in, in dual language. So certainly yeah, the, the start point would be info at swiftbooks.ie. Perfect. And if people want to actually go onto their website while we're on it as well, the, the website is uh, swiftbooks.ie. Am I right? Swiftbooks, you are indeed. But the dual language aspect of the um, website is being developed at the moment. So not to be disillusioned if you go on and you don't find the dual language book section yet. It's it's we're certainly it's a it's a work in progress. But um by info at swiftbooks.ie you will certainly get what you want from us. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay. And I, I see that you have a book club coming up uh starting Wednesday, February twenty fourth. It's a sixteen week book club of uh, uh, about it's a reading or rereading of Ulysses. So I was, I was wondering if you could tell us about how that how that will Yeah, we have um we have a big James Joyce community here in Hose because um it was up on the hill of Hose that um Molly Bloom first kissed um Leopold Bloom. 
we began, it almost began really out of the Hotel Literary Festival, which um, Claire and I were involved in. And uh, from 2015, we had speakers to speak on James Joyce. And we recognised that there was a, a lot of people out there that would like to read it, but were intimidated by it. It's a very big book and it has a very big reputation. So we started a uh, book club. I run the Ulysses Reading Club. Um, and this will be the fourth time that we've read it. Some people come back, as we say, and to reread it, and then you have people that are reading it for the first time. Maybe people who have tried to read it and they got disillusioned or it was too difficult and they've stepped back. So um, we'll be doing it on Zoom this year because we can't meet together. And we take an episode um, I usually send our readers an audio of it prior to the class so that they can read the chap the episode along with the audio recording. It just brings it to life more than it would if you're reading it yourself. And then at the reading class, we just, you know, brief synopsis of what it is. We select text that we're going to read from that particular chapter. And then it's, uh, it's a discussion which quite incredible what people bring to the table and um, the, the that particular uh, book club is in progress at the moment is it no we'll be starting I think it's in two weeks um, we're doing it on Wednesday night 24th February. I think it's the 24th of February ending that it's going to be starting oh so it's starting the day before Ireland reads oh brilliant um, and like that yep. as well, the, the, um, the further um, information on that on your website as well. Um, yeah, just give, us, uh, just give us an email and uh, we'll give you the details on it. Too much information to put onto our website with it. So we, we'll send you the details and uh, then you can get back to us and we'll save you a space. I have to say the Zoom reading group has worked out really well considering um, the situation. Normally we would have met in um, a meeting room in host, but because we haven't been able to, we're meeting on Zoom. And it's, it's great for people who maybe have mobility issues, or if we had, a, we had a, a reader that had to go up to Donegal for a family funeral, so she was able to dial in from Donegal. So there's a lot of advantages to Zoom that certainly we were all reluctant to use that um, platform. But there's a few advantages that have come out of it. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's it's a huge thing, I suppose, that, um, you know, when people are involved in book clubs and different clubs that they can get in and, I suppose, speak to, you know, different faces and different people that, you know, they may otherwise not have contact with during the week. So, um. Definitely huge advantages to it. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, just just to get together, you know, it's good. To, it's good to be social. And Eleanor, you mentioned the uh, Holt Literary Festival just there, and I was wondering, um, it was such a such a popular festival, and uh, with such great authors there over the years, Richard Ford and Anne Enright, and my my personal favourite, Roddy Doyle, and such a wonderful location at Holt Castle, and I was wondering if there's any plans for, for Graham Dot back in the future? Absolutely. Um, two of our major partners in the Host Literary Festival was DCU and the Fingal Arts 
department. And we got incredible support from them for the Host Literary Festival. Um, as you know, the, or you may not know, the, the castle has been sold. The family sold the castle. And so we are in talks with just the um, current owners to see if maybe we can consider running it in um, 2022. I don't think it's the kind of festival that would benefit from online because it's the whole landscape of the castle and the Lutchens Library that makes it such a wonderful event. So as soon as we're able to hold outside events, or I should say um, community events like that again, we would certainly be really interested in running another festival. That's very, very exciting, I'm sure. There's a, a lot of uh, bookworms around the area that'll have their fingers crossed for that. I often have people stop me and say, you know, when is the next festival going to be on? Because it was just a, it wasn't like work at all. It was so, we were so passionate. We also um, worked with single libraries and we had volunteers that came in and helped us run it. Uh, they gave us great support as well. So it was like a kind of happy family of readers running a, uh, a literary festival. It was really a superb experience for everybody. That's great, and it's something, hopefully, fingers crossed, to, to look forward to in the not-too-distant future. Absolutely. We can all look for things to look forward to. That would be, it would be great if we could run that event again. So maybe summer of 2022? Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. Be positive. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Un until then, we'll, um, we'll, we'll make do with the 25th of uh, February for... Ireland reads, I suppose. Um, do you guys have any any plans or anything earmarked to read on Ireland Reads Day, or are you doing anything um, through the shop? Well, I have to tell you, I don't need to sign up to any more hours of reading. I, I get a serious <clears throat> amount of teasing in my house for what we do read. Um, yes, we uh, see, uh, Children's Books Ireland are part of it and um, the, the, we have two super libraries here. We have one in Hope and we have one in Val Doyle and so we're advertising it on our social media, on our Facebook and our Instagram programs and we would hope that everybody will row in behind it because it's a super initiative. It is indeed. It is indeed. Brilliant. Claire and Eleanor, thank you very much uh, for coming on. Do you want to just give um, our uh, listeners again just your contact details and just your website again? Um, some fantastic um, content there for people to, to listen to and get stuck into. And um, if you want to just give them the uh, website and the contact information, as I said, and I can get in touch with you. Okay, well, first of all, thanks very much for having um, both myself and Eleanor. It's a wonderful opportunity to talk about our what we call our baby, um, which is Swift Books. Um, we would welcome any contact from any readers out there, anybody who wants to chat to us about books or where what type of books to read, any recommended reads and that. And we can be contacted um, through our website at uh, www.swiftbooks.ie and you'll find our mobile numbers there as well so we can be contacted either by phone or via the website brilliant thank you very much 
and to Donal and to all our listeners out there and to Clara and Alan, our thank you very, very much for listening in. Um, and Thanks, Emily. Take care. Thank you.